Hello, everyone. This is Kateri from Vinoxis. And I'm Owen from Shopakailak. And welcome to Tarot Talk by the Soothsayer's Tea. So today we're going to be discussing The Fool. Yeah, uh, I'm very excited about The Fool. I'm feeling very much like The Fool myself right now in that I'm about to start on this brand new journey full of opportunities and probably a little bit of stupidity. Oh, just a little bit. So when it comes to some of the basic keywords, when it comes to the fool, um, the fool overall is kind of nativity. Nativity, it's freshness, new beginnings, foolishness. Innocence. Yes. There's a lot of positives and negatives when it comes to the card. So we're going to first start off with just a little bit of history um, when it comes to the fool so i'm not going to go too deep into the history of tarot that's going to be a future episode we're mm-hmm. just going to really focus on the fool itself yeah keep it nice and light and foolish yes so when it comes to the fool in traditional decks um when i say traditional decks i'm talking like the tarot de Messels. um i'm talking about things that are a little pre-writer weight um it was always a jester type character now jesters back in the day were very interesting um archetypes they're very interesting characters because they're able to almost do what they wanted because nobody took them seriously it was quite actually similar to how um poets were viewed in like old Ireland way back when um and I feel like a really good analogy for the full tarot card is I don't know if anyone has read like King Lear in like high school or anything like that but the Mm -hmm. full character from King Lear is actually a really really good embodiment of what can happen with the full tarot card even I'm not trying to say you're going to die if you get the fool, but like at the end of that um spoiler for King Lear by the way if you haven't (laughs) read it in the last hundred years but um the fool does die at the end and that is just like it's it's not it's still a very silly and it's very innocent in a way the whole journey is he speaks like he speaks very much to the subplot while not being taken seriously by anyone and that is very yeah. much the fool's tarot card yeah it's very much so a card that is it has its power because it's not taking taken seriously yeah. which is almost a parallel to the concept of consequences. This card is not thinking about consequences, good or bad. It can be a very much so a freeing card because you're jumping in head first. Blissful. But if we want to look at the Rider Waite Smith, um, the idiot can also fall right off the cliff. So yeah. there is a innocence, as you said. It, there mm-hmm. is a adolescence to this card that is so open and so freeing. If you ever see like toddlers and how they're completely fearless, <laughs> but also the ripest dumbasses. Wow. There's That's a level a really great analogy. <laughs> yeah. Um, there really is a level of um, the best way to describe it is almost like a, a f- like a blissful excited, ignorance. Yeah, blissful ignorance. It's very childlike in mm-hmm. its regards. Amoral and, actually is a word that I use a lot with a fool. Yes, it's very, like, 
it's very much so a card of like free sexuality. Um, it's a card of throwing yourself in head first without really thinking about how the outcome is going to be. So um, just to be clear, the fool is a toddler, the fool is a college student, and the fool is from King Lear. There. Yes. <laughs> the just, fool doesn't necessarily yeah. mean youth. It just means starting something completely fresh and new and not knowing anything. Yeah, it's... You know those like cute little videos of dogs when they're very very young learning to walk for the first time like you know the little the tiny little dogs mm -hmm. that run through my mind when I'm thinking about the fool it's so cute almost like that's a horrible way to say it and I regret saying it like that but I think I'm going to stick by it the fool is cute as a tarot card it's so baby like it's, and innocent it's, it's adorable so it's got so much ahead of it there's no like depression or shame in those eyes it's all like brightness and wonder and everything is amazing and look at all the opportunities in front of me but also watch me screw this up because i've got no clue what's going on it is definitely no depression in its eyes yet <laughs> <laughs> yet yet <laughs> so and that's kind of go into um again the history is just very much so it's the jester type character um there's no worries in its head right but that can kind of go a little bit into its parallels because the card is very empty mm -hmm. it's doesn't have a quite of a fullness like the world would like the fool is the beginning of the tarot or outside the tarot being number zero mm -hmm. where the end of the major arcana the world is everything is established so if you take a look at the rider waite smith um, cards and we're going to kind of pull back on that one a little bit just because the symbology so sorry the symbology is very um, clear on that although I think the art is boring as all hell but it's very much so it's it does its job well it's foundational like it yes. is that the groundwork for everything the great that came from it but it still makes me want to fall asleep I yawn shuffling my right away the deck it's I not really very do. exciting but mm -hmm. if you do study a lot of the imagery that's on it, you're going to find a lot of deep parallels there. And when it comes to, again, the world, which we'll discuss in a future episode, but just to touch on it, mm -hmm. is that the world is very much so it's a full card. You have all four elements on it. You have the dancer. Um, there's a different freedom there. It's a freedom because the world understands all the pitfalls. It understands all the triumphs. It understands everything, while the fool does not understand a bloody thing. Mm -hmm. Even like drawing back to what I was saying earlier about like in the fool's like face and eyes, it's all innocence. When you look at the expression and stuff on the dancer in the world, you can see, well, depending on like the deck and how well it's been drawn, but like you can really see the troubles and everything that they've gone through to get where they are. You can see that they have all this knowledge, all this experience that is the polar opposite to the fool. Exactly. Yeah. Now, to go back into that, the parallels as well is that it has an absence of number. It actually mm -hmm. fits anywhere within the major arcana. So to touch on that a little bit, there is the fool's journey. So the fool's journey is that if you go through the major arcana in succession, mm -hmm. is that the fool comes across all these characters that he learns from. And this is basically going to wholeness, which is the world. Mm -hmm. So... The thing is, is that because every major arcana has a lesson, the fool is learning that lesson. So although the major arcana can be viewed as a story in succession, 
the fool can fit anywhere. It can yeah. start and then the next portion can be again, just like how we said that um, it's, it starts anywhere. It can start um, everywhere. The next lesson can be in anything. Yeah, I mean, in the a... fool is really the main character and everyone else is just a little like guest star in his journey. <laughs> yeah, everybody else is just like, you know, the just the other character in his story itself. Yeah, And that kind of goes into the next two cards are next to it again, which we will go deeper in next, in next mm -hmm. episodes. But there is very much so a hard split between the magician and the high priestess, which is consciousness and subconsciousness. Mm -hmm. those are the two things that the fool learns first is the physical realm and the metaphysical realm and then that kind of pulls back in together when it comes to the empress the emperor and hierophant mm -hmm. and that's where we can go really deep on parallels but i don't want this to be overly too extreme <laughs> too extreme too heady because again this is just one episode uh the first episode i should say the thing is with the fool is that it is such a blank card mm -hmm. in its nature that we're a little bit vague when it comes to the parallel and comparisons because it really does fit anywhere. It's the when context. we start discussing, well, yeah, with when most we... cards, it's the context, but with the fool, it's definitely you need the other cards to like to get the exact answer that you're looking for. Um, I really like to think of it as like a baby, like as we were, as I don't know how many times we've said baby now. But the fool is very much a, a human, like an adult, or not a human, not an adult, a human um, yes. living its life. If you look at the Major Arcana and you look at the story, you can see very much the process of a human life. The first, like like you were just saying, the first thing that we learn, um, the consciousness, the subconsciousness, we see the world, we feel the world, we experience love for our parents and our family. And this can be parallel like it's right there in the major arcana and especially with the fool because he is the start of the journey he's the start of the journey and he's a part of the entire journey because yeah. every part of the major arcana is a new experience once you come yeah. across it and that's where the fool journey the fool can walk through the entire 22 cards of the matrix so when it comes to our experiences what do you do when it comes up in a reading I am always, I'm not going to lie, especially when I'm doing a reading for someone else and I know that they might have been having a little bit of a hard time. I love seeing the fool. I really do because it's always, it's the beginning of a new cycle. It's innocence, it's foolishness. It's the ability to let go and get rid of what has been like holding you back and holding you down and allow yourself to be that naive person who's just starting afresh. Um, I just, I really love specifically like i am such a sucker for the lion strider tower by sholo thompson i mm -hmm. recommend it to everyone i see it's horrible if it's your first deck by the way i do not <laughs> recommend it as a first deck and i will stand by that but it is so wonderful and i love how the fool is depicted in this as well because he's just he's a little boy um there's a bird on his head and i can't remember what the bird is called but it does have significance to the art and it's a very it's a very blank card like it's not as detailed as you would expect a tower card to be especially compared to the rest of this deck but the fool he has no face he has very like little discernible body like body features you can see arms and legs marching off into the distance but everything else is blank it's waiting to be filled in and it's 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 just a blank slate ready to start anew and i love that 
Yes. So when it comes up for me is that it does really depend on the curves around it. Mm-hmm. Um, it e- is either going to be just as you said, it's going to be fresh and new. It's going to be, this is a new chapter in your life, or it's going to be, hi, you're being a ripe dumbass and you're not considering what the consequences are of your actions. Mm-hmm. Um, it depends. Um, often if I'm doing something like a love reading and it's a really type of bad relationship, if the fool comes up, I see that as a warning. If it's a love reading that's everything's fresh and new, I see that as very much so a positive. Mm-hmm. So it really does depend. Um, I don't have a particular favorite um, deck that has the fool. Um, I know that there is a, in the oak, ash, and thorn, um, the fool is a, um, it's a fawn. It's a little baby deer. I love right? that. And they're just getting its legs ready, right? Mm-hmm. So I think that's a really good parallel. Now, in my experience, when it does come up in readings, um, it usually comes up a lot in new in Denver's like if people are starting like a new business or if somebody in love, it comes up a lot in, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I find that although the card does really represent a childlike wonder, I find it comes up a lot in people who are in their late teens to early twenties, because they're really experiencing the world mm-hmm. outside their parents influence. Yeah. I find it comes up quite often when it's you're building your own life Uh, it's funny because as much as we call it a baby it doesn't come up in a whole lot when it comes to children's readings because they're still very much so dependent Mm -hmm. while the fool is very independent for better or for worse (laughs) that how does it feel to be starting a podcast with the fool with someone who's in that stage of their life right now, who is the this fool. Is, this, yeah, that's what I mean. This episode is the fool because we're yeah. still figuring things out too. I think that we're both very well established in our practice, so we can kind of discuss this openly. Mm-hmm. But I also, it for me, it's very exciting. Like this episode is really kind of manifests the fool itself because there's so many different ways this can go. And I have no doubt it's going to be all positive. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm feeling that full energy. We should have, how are we both professional tarot readers? And yet, well, at least I know I didn't, I didn't pull any kind of cards for how this is going to go. Did you? I did not because I don't pull cards unless I have a question and I have no question that this is going to be a lot of fun. Oh, look at that. That's so sweet. Clearly this is so cute. We're so cute. Oh my God. We're so quirky. <laughs> I know. So quirky. All yes. right. So this is actually going to be the fun part of the um, episode. We're going to talk about pop culture connections and we'll discuss it a little bit on our future episode of like um, starting your tarot practice, but connecting the cards to pop culture characters to help anchor them is not only fun, but it's going to help you remember the cards and the feeling and the heart of the cards much more than just keywords. So what is the fool to you in pop culture? Well, I it's so hard to just pick one person because the fool really is every like main character, as you said. But I really, really like to think of Jess from New Girl as the fool. Um, mm-hmm. I just like, she's so, especially in the beginning, 
Um, like, okay, it's been a while since I've watched New Girl. Just correct me if I'm wrong. I loved it, but yeah. Um, she's starting a new. She's looking for a job. She's moved into a new apartment. She's met all of these new people around her, her who are going to teach her the lessons that she's going to learn. And then, spoiler alert for New Girl, it's been out for at least two years. Don't get mad at me for this. Um, at the end of the show, she really embodies the world, and it's very much like throughout New Girl. You can see the f- Jess in every episode, obviously, because she's the main character, learning the lessons from these people around her as she makes her way through the major arcana before, like, embodying the world. And I just, the whole show is a great metaphor for this. Um, also, she's really funny and I love her. And <laughs> I just, I like the little bells that she has. Right. So the thing is, is that it's no secret that the major arcana is the hero's journey. Um, mm-hmm. The hero's journey is um, basically an almost global phenomenon that when it comes to myths and stories is that they follow the youth that kind of has to develop into adulthood through trials and tribulations, right? Mm-hmm. My favorite example of the fool in pop culture, and I hope this is not a spoiler, would just be Luke Skywalker from Star Wars. Because he starts off with being like, I just want to get off this planet and live my life. And do what, Luke? Don't know. Just not here. (laughs) Right? Everything that he wants to do, he wants to go be a pilot. He wants to go join the rebellion. He he just wants to do a lot of things, but he doesn't have a lot of thought into it. Mm -hmm. And then he starts experiencing and meeting side characters, your supporting characters, that are the other major arcana. We have Han Solo, which is the magician. His will becomes um, his reality. We have the high priestess, which is Leia. We have Obi-Wan Kenobi, which is the Hierophant and the um, Hermit. There's so many parallels there, but his entire story is him learning about his power and then manifesting the power, but going through every other character to be able to develop. He doesn't develop on his own. Luke Skywalker is a dumbass. But what he does is that he learns from every character and every archetype he comes across. Speaking of... When it comes to pop culture. I love that so much. But do you know what actually just came into my head? A Mm -hmm. really good way that sort of helped me um, with learning these cards, and this is so off topic slightly, but just as you were saying, the hero's journey... Um, there are tarot decks out there that depict mythologies and mm-hmm. it really helps if you sort of like you watch the main char- main character of this mythology make their way through the major arcana if you can sort of picture the metaphor with the fool and all the other normal cards if you look at it in the frame of view point of view yeah from the point yes. of view of history and mythology it happens everywhere. It is all around you. It is in all your favorite TV shows. I guarantee it. Any main character, like when it comes to like Supernatural, the brothers, oh, yeah. fools. when it comes to Ariel from The Little Mermaid, God, she's a dumbass. Fool. Meredith Grey from Grey's Anatomy. Cool. Yeah. They always start off super inexperienced and by the end of the journey, they become whole. Every Spider-Man in every Spider-Man movie. <laughs> oh my God. The Fool of Spider-Man, 100%. Oh my gosh, that's perfect. Because again, that adolescence. Or Tobey Maguire, or Andrew Garfield. (laughs) That is the real 
that is right that's the real question which spider-man <laughs> okay um i think we can wrap this up we can absolutely so i'll let you discuss where to find you okay well i am owen on Kyloch. you can find me on twitter and instagram uh, my website is shopkylock.com where you can buy tower readings from me and also you know hit me up if you've got any questions about irish mythology and stuff like that um i realize that you probably won't understand or know how to spell anything i just said and that is why the links will be in the description below yes absolutely um, my name's Gatiri. um you can follow me on instagram and currently facebook um, at Vinoxets, that is V-E-N-N-O-X-E-S. And you can also visit Vinoxets.net for tarot readings. I offer PDF readings, I offer Zoom live meetings. And if you are local to my area, you can come see me in person. Ooh. Oh, and also we have a we have an Instagram now, don't we? We do, we do have an Instagram, the Soothsayers T, that's the.soothsayers.t. Um, as of right now, we are currently on Instagram. We might see some expansions in the future. But definitely check it out so you can keep on top of each episode. Check it out. Out check and it about. Out. <laughs> out and about. I love cats. All right. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye.